Hello and welcome. My name is Kyle Nielsen, and this is How You Level Up, a podcast where I ask questions to help you become your best self. Today we ask, what is a threshold? Have you ever heard of a threshold before? A threshold in physical terms is the forming line of a doorway. It is the strip of wood, metal, or stone that encircles a doorway. Once a threshold is crossed, you enter into a new room, a new space. In the non-physical form, a threshold is a limit below which a stimulus causes no reaction. In numerical terms, if you have a threshold of 5 on a scale of 1 to 10, when it comes to noise volume, once the noise volume of a space passes 5, you cannot help but react to that noise volume, whether that means being moved to action to turn down the music, or being moved to action by saying to your friend, they're yelling and can easily speak without raising their voice in excitement. We all have thresholds that come in many shapes and sizes. We have thresholds for clutter in our living space. When we're moved to action and clean up our area, we have a threshold for watching a TV show or movie, meaning we've entertained the cinematic adventure for so long and now we want to change the channel. We want to stop watching. We have thresholds for dirty dishes in the sink, for clothes in the hamper or about the floor. We have thresholds for how long we can hold our pee or our breath. We have thresholds for how quickly we want a project done for work, thresholds for vendor response time, and thresholds for conflict. These thresholds are good. They drive us to action. They prompt behavior. And they can also cause resentment in relationships. How might a threshold cause resentment? Why might something that is good, a threshold, that makes me want to do things, be the instigator for resentment? We all have different thresholds. There is no one in the world that holds the thresholds that you have for all things. Some thresholds might match up, but most will not. Because a threshold enacts a performance of a behavior by one individual, it reduces the likelihood that others will perform that same behavior. So, in work, if you reach your threshold before your coworkers do, You will always be the one cleaning the dishes in the shared sink. At home, if you reach your threshold before your significant other does, you will always be the one doing laundry and folding clothes. With friends, if you reach your threshold before they do when it comes to initiating plans, you will always be the one planning trips, reaching out, or asking if they want to grab a drink on a Wednesday evening after work. As you continue to perform an action that was instigated by your threshold, the other person or people who have not had their threshold met, well, 
you may begin to resent them for never performing that action, and you didn't even know why. When this happens, your threshold level will decrease in their presence because of their lack of performance, and it all compounds. Having you reach your threshold level faster, questioning why no one else is performing this action, while they cavalierly continue to miss your performance because their threshold levels have yet to be reached. So how do threshold levels reach the levels where they are? An individual threshold level for specific tasks are often associated with greater competencies in those tasks. The more you vacuum your home, the easier time you will have with grabbing the vacuum, flipping the switch, and walking around while the machine sucks up dirt and dust. The more often you make your bed, the more likely you are to make it in the morning. The more often you rinse the dishes after using them, the more likely you are to perform this action, to perform this habit. The ugly part of this is that when you habitually perform an action, others are less grateful for your habit to perform said action. Think of a child who does not consider the money spent for food on the table. There is no malicious intent or direction behind this. It is simply out of sight, out of mind. If you are always folding the clothes, doing the dishes, cleaning the home, your partner, your flatmates, your family is less likely to appreciate it because that's the way it is. That's the way they experience the home. The bigger the threshold difference, the higher the chance for resentment, the higher the chance for conflict. Identify your threshold levels. Speak to the people around you, your co-workers, your friends, your loved ones, and ask them what are their threshold levels. When are they driven to perform an action? Measure those differences. If you would like the people around you to perform an action, ask them plainly. Say to them that you'd like them to perform this action. There is no imposition there. Teams work together. Teams accomplish more together. So what are the thresholds you are thinking of now? Where in your life do you notice your thresholds? Where are the thresholds you rarely think about? Who is performing those actions? Whose threshold levels have been met? Thank you for listening to another episode. If you're enjoying the show, open up the app you're listening to this on and hit the like or subscribe button and give a five-star rating. At least twice a week, you'll find a new episode asking you a new question so you can strengthen your emotional independence, improve your communication skills, and upgrade your personal philosophy. So if there's a question you'd like me to dive into next, send it to any of these social media accounts connected in the show notes here. This is all about how you level up.